0: All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. is the 1st of June. If you're in Mumbai and you woke up early like I did, you'd have heard the rain. It's not raining now, but hopefully it'll get a little cooler. Let's start with a big story. India is set to end the lockdown to curb the coronavirus pandemic in stages. Already starting today, restrictions are easing all over the country, but states will individually issue guidelines about the lockdown. The Ministry of Home Affairs issued a set of guidelines over the weekend that will see activities restarting in three phases. In containment zones, though, the lockdown is set to continue till the 30th of June, with only essential services allowed. In Maharashtra, the state with the highest number of infections, the lockdown is set to continue till the 30th of June, but we'll see restrictions ease in three phases starting the day after tomorrow. For a list of the activities that are allowed and those that are not, do look up the story on the website bloombergquint.com, or in fact you could also see the list that's been tweeted out by the Chief Minister Uddhav Thackeray. Meanwhile, the total number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in India rose past the 1.73 lakh mark, with the largest fresh cases spike seen over the weekend. Now, the other big story is something that came from overseas, in fact. Two American astronauts boarded the International Space Station from a SpaceX capsule, marking the first time that humans have travelled to orbit on a commercially developed craft. In case you're hearing the name SpaceX for the first time, it's a company that was founded by Tesla owner Elon Musk with the ultimate goal of populating other planets. Back home, GDP data was released by the Central Statistics Office on Friday and growth in the Indian economy slowed sharply in the January to March period, as was expected. India's GDP rose by 3.1% in the fourth quarter of FY20, that's last financial year, compared with 4.1% in the preceding three months, according to the CSO statement. But according to former Chief Statistician of India Pranab Sen, India's GDP in the fourth quarter of last year may have been overstated by as much as 2 lakh crore rupees. Sen's assumption is based on the fact that the country was under total lockdown for a whole week during the end of March. In international news, violence erupted in dozens of cities in the U.S. following the death of George Floyd, an African-American resident of Minneapolis. He died after a white police officer pressed a knee into his neck for more than eight minutes. Tens of thousands took to the streets across the country over the weekend, but many of them were not wearing masks or observing social distancing, raising the spectre of a surge in the spread of COVID-19. Meanwhile, President Donald Trump has said that he's planning an expanded group of seven leaders meeting in the autumn, potentially even after the November election, postponing efforts to hold the event in June at Camp David. Trump, who was speaking to reporters aboard Air Force One, said he'd like to extend an invitation to leaders from Russia, Australia, India and South Korea, as well as the current participants, calling the setup outdated at the moment. In the week ahead, in the US, all eyes are going to be on the jobs data that comes out on Friday. That'll likely show that the unemployment rate in the US has risen to nearly 20%, The purchasing managers' indices of various countries in Asia will also be watched to assess the pace of recovery. In Europe, anything less than an expansion of the ECB's emergency asset purchasing program will be a big shock to economists and investors. It is widely expected that the governing council of the European Central Bank will top up the emergency program by 500 billion euros. Stocks in the Asia-Pacific region were mixed at the start today, with two of the three early rises trading positive. U.S. indices futures, meanwhile, were all trading with cuts of more than three-tenths of a percent, possibly reflecting the mood in that country. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of
1: the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, the SGX Nifty is currently trending higher by 60-odd points and it indicates we're likely to see a positive start this morning. And Before I go down to stocks in news, let me quickly address SEBI's new margins framework which comes into place today where derivatives traders will need to provide more margins for several stocks in future segment and their margins in options will depend on the risk profile of their positions and strategies. Now, it's been a weekend full of stocks in news as well as a long list of earnings. Let's get on with it. We have Dr. Reddy's, which has received an establishment inspection report from the USFDA for its API Shrikakulam plant in Andhra Pradesh, indicating that the inspection is closed. NCC has given us updates on COVID-19 impact. The company says its order book position stands at 25000 crores as of march 2020 and is comfortable and is expected to help carry operations consequently the lockdown during the major portion of the first quarter the revenue and the profitability of the first quarter are likely to be lower moving on we have earnings from a voltas where revenues for the fourth quarter have grown only 1.3% year on year and net profit was up 14%. Its margin standing at 9.2% versus 7%. Now, the company says that the peak summer sales have been lost for the industry. The inventory with channel partners, shorter season period, and aggressive pricing may pose a challenge in covering up the lost season sales in the coming month. The demand pattern and behavior of consumers might Undergo a change and spend towards discretionary products may be withheld, temporarily affecting industry growth for 2021. We have Bank of India, which has reduced its MCLR by 25 basis points across all tenors. The one-year MCLR now uh, is at 7.7% per annum. Moving on to some other key earnings from the midcap space, we have Amber Enterprises, where we have seen a growth of 10% in revenue and margins coming in at around 7.7% against 9.5%. Jubilant Life Sciences, where sales have remained flat year-on-year at a little less than 2,400 crores. Its net profit stands at 260 crores versus a net loss, so it's a big positive for Jubilant Life Sciences as well. But it's been a quiet quarter for Amara batteries, where revenues moved up just 1% year on year. Net profit did rise 15%, however, largely on account of corporate taxes, which were lower. And an update from Kalpataru Power Transmission. Remember, its buyback opens today. The company will sell its entire forty-nine point seven percent stake in Jajjar KT Transco to India Grid Trust for a enterprise value of three hundred and ten crores. Now, the project comprises of three four hundred kilowatt power transmission lines and two four hundred kilowatt substations in the state of Haryana. Now, these are just some of the stocks you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know, only on BloombergQuinn.com. Thanks, Agam. And
0: as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an amazing week ahead.